0: Talking about the issues that face our oceans and what we can do about it. Presented by Ocean Protect. Committed to change.
1: Righto, welcome to the Ocean Protect podcast. So this, uh, it's fair to say that a lot of our podcast episodes have been about sort of issues facing the health of our oceans and what we can do about it. But I think it's, it's a good sort of opportunity to sort of sometimes celebrate The amazing nature of our ocean, but also celebrate some of the amazing achievements that some individuals have had in our ocean environment. And that doesn't it doesn't get much bigger than our current guests. And I think I'm probably biased, but I'm gonna say this from the get-go. I honestly think this guy is probably one of Australia's greatest athletes of all time. And I think it's a big call. Big call. Big call. But and I also think the story around his penultimate achievement is probably one of the greatest sporting stories that I've ever heard. And it gives me great pleasure to welcome to our, the Ocean Protect podcast, none other than Trent Grimsey. Welcome to the show, Trent. Thanks for having me, guys. So Trent, uh, for the uh, for people that aren't familiar with Trent, he is the world record holder
2: of the English Channel Swim. The English Channel, how far is the English Channel in distance? So it's the uh, so shortest point to the shortest yeah. point, 34 kilometres.
1: 34 kilometres. So it's a long, long swim. But also in addition to obviously being the English Channel World Record holder, and he still is the English Channel World Record holder, he's had an enormous amount of success as a I guess what's called an, an open water swimmer or a marathon open water swimmer. I think, in the, I think I'm right in saying in the lead up to the English Channel record attempt, you were the world's number one marathon swimmer. Is that correct, Trent?
2: Yes, that's right. So um, 2012 was a pretty good year for me. It sounds like it. No, not only did I break the um, English Channel World Record, I also, um, I finished number one on the FINA um, Grand Prix Open Water Marathon Swimming Circuit. So yeah, I was ranked number one marathon swim in the world for that year.
1: And so what is a marathon, for the for the people who don't know, for me, what is a marathon swim? Uh,
2: pretty much a marathon swims anything further than 10 kilometers. So it could be you know, oh, like 11 or it could be, um, they have one in Argentina, which is 88 kilometers.
0: Oh. Or- what, what do you mean? 88 cl- kilometers in one go.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's you swim, you swim downstream. I'm hot flushes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Eighty-eight. Cl- wow, like. It, it honestly this is, this is where it, this is where it gets like this whole thing the channel the uh, lead up the channel the, the the training the uh the all the events is honestly mind blowing so and and look I full disclosure I, I should point out that uh Trent uh, I, I I do know Trent very well uh Trent is actually my swim coach so Trent runs a very successful um uh, swim coaching group in Brisbane but also does a whole bunch of online coaching uh around for athletes all around the world I I guess, uh, and obviously, there's a lot of people who want to do the English channels. So you're here. you're up with Brad at four fifteen a.m. this
2: morning. Yeah, well, I was at 4 a.m. Brad rocked up at 4.15. Hey, 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 backtrack. I rocked up
1: a little bit after 4 a.m. This is the thing. Like, I was actually trying to convince Jeremy to come swimming this morning. Uh, look, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but at 4.15 a.m., I'm just
0: getting
2: into my sleep cycle. You know, i just,
0: it's wow. a, it's, It is incredible. Well, why do you do it so early? Like, what do you do at 6.15? Well, it's
2: really hard to get lane space in Brisbane. Oh, okay. So it's kind of that time slot or don't do it at all. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, oh, just, because um, other people come in and paying and whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's it, yep yeah.
1: But I remember when I first met Trent, I think it was going back probably four or five years. I think you just started this crazy four fifteen a.m. squad, and I met you at a party. And I remember saying to you, "Hey, if you're willing to stand at the end of a pool at four fifteen in the morning, the least I can do is jump in and go for a splash." Mm. Um, so, but it's, and when I rocked up, what surprised me was that there were other people there as well. What, what do you mean? What <laughs> does <just> you do?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who else is getting up at four fifteen a.m.? I take
1: a lot of. People people like so for example this morning and keep in mind it was what we're in june so it's pretty cold and at 4 15 in the morning so i i jump in at 4 15 i think 4 is early enough but when i'm there and I, I said to trent this morning there was a probably about what 15 or so people already in the pool at about four o five a.m are they getting coached by you
2: yeah, so they're all um, they my athletes training swimming in this channel, so they're just trying to get a few more K in before the squad starts.
1: So 4.15 isn't early well, so, enough.
2: Well,
1: <laughs> people they, are jumping
2: they, in they, beforehand. They're, they're getting some pre, pre-training
1: in. <laughs> and often they'll swim after as well. Just, just, just to put some extra lanes on <laughs> yeah. Wow, but, great. And look, it's, it's fair to say, how, how many people did we have this morning? I think there was about 30 or so.
2: Yeah, about, um, yeah I think 30. 30 were in the pool.
0: And, so, and 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 training for various different things, obviously. So, like Brad, you're training just to be Brad, or <laughs> you know. But seriously, but there are people there who are trained to do the channel, or trained to do yeah, a certain I think, event.
2: I think it's a really good mix, you know. I reckon there's probably a third that training to swim the English Channel. It's probably a third that are. The triathletes yeah. training for different distances, and the third are just um just general fitness. General yes. fitness, so that would be me, obviously. Well, I'd be that.
1: There. That's what I I find really amazing. That there's a, a group of people that just do it for fun, build general fitness, but they're there at four fifteen in the morning, plugging away. That is, it, I honestly think it's it's just inspiring to be around people when you think. How it's, it's it's no 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 bars about it. It's bloody hard to get up out of bed, mate. At, you, at quarter you, to four in the morning, whatever you've been it might all, be. Well, what's the time now? Uh, were we uh, nine twelve? You, you've nine, been awake yeah. for nearly six hours. Yeah. yeah, but it's getting the edge on the world, baby. You feel honestly, like, and I always say the only session you regret is the one you didn't go to. And whilst it is very hard to get yourself out of bed before four o'clock in the morning, I never regret. uh You feel fantastic, don't you, Trent? Like yeah. And and what and, time and, you finished? Honest. The squad finishes at 5.15, um, so it's an hour squad, but often a lot of people, like I said, jump in earlier, but also they stay later. And a lot of them, like Trent indicated, there's a lot of people doing some crazy swims, not just the English Channel, but we've got one gentleman, Michael, who's doing the North Channel Swim, which is a swim from Ireland to Scotland, which is crazy as well. But look, let's focus on the Channel Swim, for example, because this is, I guess, one of the reasons why Trent has got this sort of Massive posse of athletes um, is because he's 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 the man in terms of open water swimming and the English Channel. He is the world record holder, and it yeah, like- that's that's a, it must sound pretty cool. I, mean, I don't know <laughs> if you've got a partner or
0: something, but I mean, you know, if you're down at the pub, you know, what are you up to? Uh, world record holder, English Channel, boom. Um, but it's a pretty awesome achievement, and well,
1: I mean, I I've never met anyone else. That, what, what, we'll put it in perspective. There's more like it's a very popular swim, for, for a marathon swimming. It's probably the pinnacle, isn't it? It's it's the the Everest of Channel swimming, like the the Everest of open water swimming.
2: Yeah, I, I think so. You know, every, everyone knows about the um everyone knows about the English Channel. It's um it's obviously pretty prestigious to swim it, but I, I wouldn't say it's probably the hardest. I think there's definitely a lot more harder marathons around the world, but it's 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 the most well known.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And look, take us back. So you're obviously, yeah, 2012, you're 2012, you're swimming all around the world. And, and just give me an idea of what, what it's like around this sort of FINA circuit. Like where are you swimming and and, and what are you doing? Is it, is it a lot of different races? Or, or, or where is it and how often?
2: Um, yeah. So the, well, with the, um, the the FINA circuit, I think in 2012, I think there were, oh, it's kind of hard to remember now. It's, it's, <laughs> it's quite, quite a while ago, but I think there were about six races. So six events. Um, all pretty close to each other. So the um, I think the shortest one, uh, shortest one, might have been fifteen kilometers, and the, <laughs> the longest one that year was fifty-seven. So
1: holy fifty-seven kilometers.
2: Yes, yes, that's right. So um, and obviously, oh my goodness, this, being from Australia, it's so far away from the rest of the yeah. world. So what I end up doing is I end up leaving Australia two months before I swam on English Channel, and it just so happened that these um they Grand Prix series, or they were one week after another. Um, all th- kind of through Europe and and the states, so it just in Canada, so I worked out really well. So I just wow. went from one race to another race to, to another race.
1: And and what, what what made you decide to give the because you, you've had a lot of success in all these open water swims all around the world, but you thought the English Channel now's the time, baby. I'm going to give it a crack. Yeah. What what made you decide that?
2: Oh, look, I think um, like I, I I just love being the best It's something. Like I'm just really competitive, you know, from, from when I was young, I was <laughs> super competitive, whether it be Monopoly, you know, came to cards or um, decided what it was, I was super competitive. <laughs>
1: I, 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 I can attest to this. I remember seeing Trent in an open water swim. I think it was like a K swim at Malulabar Beach or something like that. And it's sort of like a, I think in, the, in that, that stage it was age group racing or sort of doing individual waves and you sort of get mixed up with all these different age groups. And I remember there was this 12-year-old girl running up the beach um, you know, just in front of Trent. And she was probably in the like waves like 10 or 15 minutes beforehand. And Trent came running after her like, <laughs> damn. It was like, the, and the facial expression was had to be seen to be believed. I was like, I did not want to, but having said that, I was going to say, I do not want to compete against this, this guy. But I remember also uh, as, a, as a sideline, me and Trent had a competition. You remember, Trent, a, a few years ago, we actually made a bet. I think it was a $50 bet back in the day that we'd combine the times of a, a 3.8K swim and a 10K um, run and whoever had the quickest time would win this $50 and I thought pfft Yeah, I'm got, I've got Trent, you know, cornered here. Everyone else was like, no way. Trent's superstar athlete. He'll, he'll, but I was like, I don't think he can run very well. And to be honest, swimmers can't run very well, to be honest, as a, as a general rule. And I was pretty stoked to come out of the water just 10 minutes after Trent. So I, and I thought, well, I'll run about a 35 minute 10K. There's no way Trent is going to (laughs) run sub 45. (laughs) No way. (laughs) I was, I was basically thinking about how I'm going to spend this money, basically. (laughs) And I was at the finish line waiting for Trent, watching the clock. And I just saw at about the 44-minute mark – I couldn't believe what I was seeing there was a big Trent and, and keep in mind he's a, he's a big unit like he's what six foot three massive shoulders like he's got a swimming physique and he's just he's just trailblazing through the streets of Noosa and lo and behold he, he, he smashed me by about a minute I think so he ran a which is a great run time for someone who doesn't run it was a 44 minute 10k I could not believe it it just shows you Trent's got that ability to just put himself in this hurt locker and Either stay way, it's there enough about you mate no 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 but I just chose you Trent's sort of determination and it's competitive yeah. nature. So yeah. he's rocked up, he thought. But keep in mind, the English Channel Swim is, is not an easy swim. There's a lot of things that go into it. So take us through, I guess, the preparation as well. So how do you actually prepare for something like the English Channel Swim?
2: Mm. So... I, I, I pretty sure you haven't paid me yet. So that's 50 dollars <laughs> 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 out the 50 bucks, mate. Pull it out. <laughs> this, with, oh, interest <laughs> with, with
0: interest, that's now $77.50. <laughs> yeah, yes.
2: Yeah. Um, so look, with, with the English Channel, so not only is it 34 kilometers, but it's also in very cold water. And and that, I think the cold water is probably what gets most people. So obviously you've got you to train, you got to be fit, um, mm. obviously swimming 34 kilometers. And then you got to be able to adapt to cold water, like adapt your body to cold water and, I guess being from being a Queenslander, that was probably the most um, most challenging thing I found trying to adapt your body to cold water. Yeah, how do you do that? Yeah, it's it's, it is very hard. So what I was doing is kind of um, once a week I'd have an ice bath. Knowing what I know now, I would have been much better prepared. You know, like I know there's a nogra Mm. reservoir. There's a lagoon and at South Bank, that gets quite fresh. It's not heated. but So what I end up doing is I, I end up researching all these cold water marathons. And um, I'm pretty lucky because that Fiend, Grand Prix circuit, most of them are cold water marathons as well. They have quite a few in Canada. So I end up leaving Australia two months early before my English Channel swim, try and get cold water um, to try and climatise myself to cold water. Because cold water, swimming in cold water, it's not, you can't just rock up and, expect to do it you you very much got to adapt your body to it you know start off slowly and and build up from there
1: wow and and it's not just cold water acclimatization, like and i remember i've had this conversation with you before like you have to put on weight like when you're when you're you were swimming probably like 100 kilometers a week or thereabouts like the the training was incredible like you are burning calories Mm. but at the same time you need to actually have some sort of extra installation yeah so so you were you had to essentially put on weight didn't you
2: well, that's right, and I actually signed up to swim in the English Channel. So it was in two thousand nine. I just got second at World Championships for the twenty five kilometer um, open water event, and um, it was actually on the plane on my way home. I was thinking, where, where do we go from here? You know, I've just got second at World Champs, and then um, I actually heard some people at World Champs talking about how uh, how this guy called Peter Stojevich had the world record for the English Channel, and and how no one had ever beat it. And, and like, you know, I was kind of eavesdropping dropping in the <laughs> conversation and I remember thinking, oh, you know, people think this record's not going to get broken. So um I was thinking about it on the way home and I thought, oh God, I'd love to break that record. So when I got home, I um, I just Googled the English channel. Oh, I just had a notepad and wrote down like um different like how far it was, the time of year you swim it, you know, the pilot that the previous record holder had, um, the pilot he had, the, what time he did, um, just different things like that. Cause I knew if I wanted to break this record, I'd need to have pretty much the same conditions. Like I wanted everything to be the same as what this guy had, yeah, um, yeah. Peter Struubczek, the previous record holder.
1: But no. even under the most perfect conditions, it's still really, really cold. So what what sort of temperatures are we talking about water temperatures?
2: Yeah, so so well, if you swim in June, um if you swim in June, think thirteen, fourteen. 14. degrees Celsius. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's cold. Yeah. So, yeah, that is – oh, mate, I'm a Kiwi. I know what bloody cold is. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: well, at the moment, it's, it's um, there's an app on the phone, so it tells you there's a boy in the middle of the channel. with a thermometer. So mm. it's 13.5 at the moment. So i got my first channel swimmer this year. He goes in two weeks. So we're hoping it will kind of get like 14.5 and – 14 high for him. It's balmy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. But but, but I just came back to that sort of insulation. So how did you put on weight?
2: Yeah. Well,
1: how much weight did you actually need to put on? Good question. So So
2: at at Worlds, I was actually 75 kilos. And then I didn't actually know I needed to put on weight. So I learned everything the hard way. (laughs) I walked in 2009 to swim in 2012. So I gave myself three years. So, um, what I did is in that three years, I tried to um, look up as many cold water races as I could. And I traveled the world doing all these cold water races. And it was probably this one in. Um Oh, it was um, the Robben Island swim. So you know where uh, Nelson Mandela was in yeah, prison. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's was Robben Island to the mainland. Wow. It was it's only seven point five, so it's not that it's not that long, but it was in like eleven degree water, and um, I went over there seventy five kilos, like this, this is Cape Town, Cape Town. bones. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then um, yeah, I got over there. Um, it was it was winner take all ten thousand dollars. Wow. And um, so I, I went over there like I wanted to swim well. <laughs> um, and then, <laughs> and swam, keep the ten grand. Uh, yeah. 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 I was uh, I was really <laughs> fortunate too because Peter Stoyevich was actually there. Now, was he the record holder at that time? Yeah, he was yeah, the current okay. record holder, yeah. So, um and I uh, tried to try to sign up to all these races I thought he'd be at, um, and he t- always turned up to the big money races, you yeah. know, so <laughs> uh, yeah, I was pretty, pretty fortunate. So rocked up there, I saw him, and I just watched him like a hawk, you know, and just kind of made notes on what he did and kind of what he fed on during the race and his different race plans and stuff like that, but... You know, it was, you basically it was, stalked him. Oh, I stalked him <laughs> for <the> three years <laughs> leading up.
1: And keep in mind, he doesn't want to really help Trent. I think it's a fact. Mm-hmm. This is where I think the, the story is really gets interesting as well. Like Trent's eyeing off his record. Trent's competing against this guy. Mm-hmm. And, tr- you know, this guy doesn't want Trent to do well. Simple mm-hmm. as that. And, but mm-hmm. Trent wants to essentially beat him. So he's trying to stalk so you, him you, you and you learn like from the, him. You, like a yeah.
2: little step brother, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like. So it was, it was actually in that race. So it was 7.5 kilometres. But, um... Like after the race, like I remember thinking probably halfway through, I'm thinking, oh, I'm in a bit of trouble here, you know, (laughs) I'm I'm really cold. And when you're swimming really cold water, um, it's kind of hard to explain, but your hand kind of, um, like when you're swimming, your hand just, your fingers just kind of curl, start to curl. <laughs> and by the end, oh, I, my hands were like this. So like I was fists. Like yeah. fists. Wow. So I wasn't really pulling any water at all. And I remember I'd stopped and i tried to like pull my fingers. like Oh, really? My fingers, but I couldn't. Oh. So, and then I just had to finish like swimming with fists. But it was just after I finished, I actually collapsed. Yeah, I was in a, I was in a pretty bad way. So they rushed me to this um, emergency tent and, um, I think I remember they said my, my body temp was twenty nine point three. What? Yeah, twenty nine point three. What? Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. That, and then it was yeah, yeah
0: that's hypothermia. Yeah. yeah. And then it was after
2: that. Um, after that, I kind of did like some research and um, like you want to? <laughs> yeah, I did some research on, on uh, kind of hypothermia and stuff like that, and um, and, and swimming in cold water, and and I realized then I'd have to obviously put on a lot of weight. Um, I talked to a few people. Um, that had swim the channel and stuff. And they they all seem to say the same thing, Trent, you're too skinny, you got to put yeah. on weight. Um, so that that's what I did. I ended up seeing all these sports nutritionists and, um, <clears throat> you know, I tried to do it the healthy way just mm. by eating more of the good stuff. Mm. But I was from like 100, 100K a week, like week in, week out. So – yeah, um, it must be very hard to put on burning yeah,
1: calories yeah, yeah
2: yeah. So I tried to do a healthy way but I couldn't I found yeah. I was still losing weight Yeah Just because of the kilometres I was swimming so. Mate you should have just gone down to KFC Well, well that's what I ended up doing Yeah i was yeah, yeah. yeah I just end up going to McDonald's um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I ended up going to McDonald's like every day for a month and I'd get like you know just like a Big Mac so I was having breakfast lunch like a Big Mac meal <laughs> yeah. for afternoon tea, and then dinner, <laughs> and then I'd, like I'd have two servings. Uh, so how much servings. and how much weight did you put on? So I put on ten kilos in, in about a, a month. In a month, yeah, yeah. What's for wow. meaning, mm-hmm.
0: like how many like is that? You, breakfast, be, lunch, and dinner. What eating macca's for breakfast, and lunch, and dinner? You'd be, no, 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 so, you'd so be
2: getting just your having your like four stuff. meals a day. Yeah, and so, so it's having like
1: toppings on top. Oh, yeah. oh right, yeah. So just not, so macca's was only a portion of your diet. Yeah, just yeah. Just that last so fatty push. It, it, yeah. it shows you like what I hope does the rest of the population do when they eat, eat macca's? When someone like Trent can or be carrots. swimming, so, so, If someone like Trent can be swimming hundred k a week, mm. which is burning calories, and he has a little bit of macca's and still puts on ten kilos wow. in a month. Mm. What hope does? What hope does the uh, the rest of the population. <laughs> <have>. <laughs> I don't eat back on it. So, uh, so, uh, so, but it, obviously, so you put on this 10 kilos, you A5 kilos, and you're rock, and you obviously. Hey, you're but out. hold on. To, yeah, just going back to that.
0: So, like, underwater, mm. you know, you, you're 10 kgs more heavier. Yeah. You, you've got to physically pull yourself. Yeah. I mean. Really
2: good question. And that's why I did it. I did it six months before I swam the channel. You know I put on that weight like six months yeah. before I swam because I knew, like, um, you know, I knew that's an extra 10 kilos my shoulders are pulling through the water. Yeah. So I didn't want to do it too close in case you got a shoulder injury or something. Yeah, so that's yeah, why okay. it's six months, you know, so my shoulders yep. could kind of uh, have some time to to get used to pulling that extra weight. Mm. But because I, it's, it's significant. I mean, that's, mm. you know, but if but you're but 75, I, then it's oh, 85. Yeah. I mean, that's, but, yeah. but what I actually found too, it's really interesting that when I did put on that extra weight, I wasn't getting sick half as often. And, you know, okay. I, was, I was recovering a lot better mm. after each session. So, like, wow. in hindsight, I wish I'd put on that weight um, <laughs> earlier. Years yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just really interesting.
0: Yeah, um, well, yeah. well, your body yeah, – well, why is it you reckon? Because you're putting on an extra weight. Why would you be recovering better than being skinny?
2: Mm. Oh, I think I just probably didn't have enough um, – I, yeah, I I think I was just um, yeah I just didn't probably my body, I was I was too skinny yeah, okay. if that yeah. makes sense a, yeah, yeah, I think yeah.
1: it's a fine line between sort of extreme fitness and unhealthy and I think when you're sort of you know a bit heavier than you would be otherwise you probably got a lot more glycogen in your system so you can you know your body can draw on that a lot more yeah, easily yeah, yeah.
2: I, I think that's absolutely right okay yeah. so you
1: right Mecca's well done
0: you're, 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 <laughs> your 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 is heavier you're six months before uh your your, your crossing. Where, where to next? What, what was the go?
2: Um, yeah, so just um, trying to get as much um, kind of cold water. So it's during the ice baths, it's was doing the training.
0: How was your mate Pete?
2: Was yeah, he- yeah, so really interesting <laughs> story. So um, because to swim the English Channel, it, it actually costs a lot of money to swim. Like it costs, um, oh, you budget 20 grand, you know, you won't get much change wow,
0: back Wow. Because mm. what, you suppose you need support crew, you need a boat. Yeah, 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 yeah. all that
2: type of stuff yeah. and association fees and stuff like and flights accommodation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, so um so what I did is I I kinda went public and I said, look, I'm gonna try and break the world records, try and get some sponsorship money. Yeah. And then um oh, so if, yeah, a couple of newspapers did some write ups and stuff and Peter over in Bulgaria obviously saw <laughs> saw some of the newspaper articles <laughs> and then um yeah, you know those marathons I did leading up to the English Channel on the world um Grand Prix Circuit, the Fiend Grand Prix Circuit. So he uh he actually pulled after it was uh, the marathon three weeks before I did my English Channel crossing. It was in Macedonia little country I'd never heard of before I went there. And then um, he, he actually won. I got second in that race. So I was probably, um, oh, might have been 15, 16 seconds behind him. So he was first, I was second. And then after the race, he, he said, "Train." he said, why are you from the English Channel? <laughs> 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 then he said, do you honestly believe you can beat my time? And then he said, you have no chance. And oh, then um, wow. for him, um, well, for me, that just like <laughs> lit a fire inside of yeah. me, you know, and then as soon as he said that, I thought, you know what? That's just that's made, what it made me want it even more. Yeah, so oh, that, that's um, cool. Yeah, and I really use that, you know. And then when when I watched from the English channel, you know, you go through some dark places and go through like some rough patches, I was just thinking about what he'd said, you know, and that yeah. just really made me want it even more. Oh mate, that yeah.
1: shows up my play, play. So you rock oh, up the, awesome. the, the morning, the morning of the. So you've got your your, your crew lined up and it, and it includes some pretty quality swimmers.
2: I had my my coach from Australia yeah. and I had uh, one of my mates from Argentina who's a right. marathon swimmer
1: and obviously you had the you had the, uh, the 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 what do you call it the skipper or the captain um <laughs> yep. to sorry the pilot of the boat who actually had piloted Peter yes. um you know years before well, him.
0: So so you you stole the pilot from from his team. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, just yeah. do exactly what and, he did.
1: And obviously, when you rock up, like there's no, when you rock up to do the English Channel swim, you, you've picked the, the primo time, I guess, or mm. the primo time of year in September, but there's still no guarantee you'll actually have decent conditions, is there?
2: Nah, that's right. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's like looking back, like what I know now, there's no way I would ever thought I'd get good enough weather. Um, just because <laughs> I know there's so many variables now, like yeah. some, like I probably know a little bit too much. Um, but at the time, like, you know, I just thought, um, oh, I'll, get, I'll get good conditions, you know, but like to, to swim a fast time across the English Channel, you really need everything to align. Like mm. you need well, current a good wind. Yeah, 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 like you need it to be flat. Like looking back, I was so lucky to get like <laughs> a relatively good day. I don't think it was a perfect day. It was, it was a really good day. But, yeah, looking back, I was pretty pretty lucky, to be honest.
1: Because you can rock up, and we've had your athletes before, is that you, they rocked up and they'd have to wait weeks and weeks uh, yeah, definitely. for the opportunity to have a slot, And sometimes they don't physically get a spot at all, do they?
2: Yeah, 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 sometimes you get weathered out, so it's very weather dependent, you know. When you do sign up to swim in the English um you have a, a seven-day window where you can swim. Just say you have seven days of bad weather. Yeah. yeah you, that's you, you kind gone. Of, well, yeah, if you want to stay back, you can, and he'll just put you be. But every every two weeks, there's another four swimmers that come, and they'll mm. go in front of you.
0: Oh, wow, so basically, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, Seven days, another year, buddy.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so that's... um.
0: So you rocked up and pretty much went, hey, let's give it a go. Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, um, when my window opened, um, I think my window opened on the Friday. So Friday was going to be a good day, but I actually, I was slot one and I actually chose because um, everyone kept telling me, oh, look, Saturday is meant to be even better. So my pilot said, Trent, you want to go Friday? I said, mate, I might wait off till Saturday. But yeah, Friday was still a good day, but I chose um, I chose to wait off until
1: Saturday. So the morning of, you got Primo conditions. Mm. And I, I remember we had this conversation before, the, the pilot. Uh, had a had a word to you before you actually stepped into the water. Do you yeah. want to take us through that conversation?
2: Yeah, well, hopefully he's not, listen- <laughs> hopefully he's not listening. I mean, he's yeah, To be honest, I was a little bit a little bit taken back because you know you pay the pilot like you, you pay him like six grand Australian. It's
1: not
0: bad money, is it? Yeah,
2: yeah. So um, and and then so I when my tide open. I'd I'd met with my pilot who was paying six grand. to so and um, I said, so look. Uh, Mike, I said, I'm I'm going for a record attempt, you know, like I really want to do everything I can to try and get this record. And he said, like, he just kind of laughed at me. And he, he said, Trent, he said... There's two reasons why you're not going to get the record. He said, number one, whether it's not good enough this tide, you know, you're not going to have good enough conditions. He said, number two, you're just not fast enough. <laughs> and, and this guy, like, he, he'd never met me before. Like, he, he just didn't know anything about me, you know. Um, And, yeah, I was a bit taken aback <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow. And, um, yeah, it's – it's, but then again, like, you know, I just kind of use this motivation. Um,
1: so your just, pilot thinks you're not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. He tells you why you're not going to do it. The morning of the swim,
2: yeah, and it's it's funny because it, it was only after I'd swam the channel, um, you know, a couple of months after I'd swam, you know, he added me as a Facebook friend to find out <laughs> his, his Facebook pictures of him and Peter Stoivchek. So they're, they're obviously good mates. Uh. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to
0: Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.
2: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side?
0: Uh, so what, what what was it from there is it like right jump in and go is it is it yeah, it's so, official so, stuff and all that going yeah, on So
2: um when you get on the boat um so the morning like where they pick you up from in the Dover harbor they take you around to the star point which is Shakespeare beach Yeah So yeah they took me around there so it's about 20 minute 20 minutes takes you nervous at this stage? Oh yeah, yeah yeah pretty nervous yeah. but at, at the same time I'm just like um like really content as well like okay. I'm like whatever's going to happen will happen
1: Well you had like, a pretty big feed the night before that didn't like you know, you've fueled up completely, like it, yeah. to, a, to a, you're basically uncomfortably full, yeah, full of food, yeah. So, that's, that's pro- probably some contention in there, yeah
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's right. So, you know, a couple of days leading up, I just eat as much as I can. So, I thought, oh, it's probably my last opportunity to kind of put on extra weight, you know? but, um, and yeah, it's really weird because I can still remember it quite clearly. That I woke up that morning, um, like obviously, I had my alarm set when my alarm went off, like I woke up and I just, I, you know, those days you just feel amazing yeah like I just wake up I thought I I feel amazing today (laughs) I'm like like this, like I've never felt this good. <laughs> and yeah, so I, I just kind of knew as soon as I woke up, I knew it was going to be a good day. Yeah. And you know, uh-huh. like I look, I oh, opened my blind. It was like a blue sky. Um, you know, no wind. Yeah. I thought, oh, this is this is too good to um. be true. But yeah, so I went down. I met my pilot. Yeah. When I got on the boat, you know, it's got got on my togs. Got um, just put a little bit of um, vaseline for chafe. Yeah. Um, put that. Put sunscreen on. A little bit of zinc. I've so been, you're just um,
0: wearing badger smugglers.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. They have they have rules on what you can and can't wear. So you can't wear a wetsuit. Yeah. You no. can only wear um you know togs made of certain material. Yeah. And yeah, they can't you know can't go like below the knee. Can't go above the hip. yeah.
0: So what what were you wearing? Well, I wore
2: jammers. Ah, uh, jammers. sorry, jammers. What are they? Oh, it's hip. Uh, hip to the hip, oh, yeah, hip oh, yeah, to, oh, Yeah. Okay. Hip to knee. Yeah. So
0: ba- yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, and that just a bit of Vaseline and
2: yeah, just a bit togs, of Vaseline, zinc, sunscreen. Um, so goggles really good. Yeah. So it's um I've never actually done it before, but I thought. You know, every I knew every second was gonna count in this swim. Like, so I wanted to try and make my feeds as fast as I possibly could. And I knew that um sometimes when I do long, long marathon swims, my cap seems to fall off and I always have to stop and pull it down. So I thought I'm gonna try something different for this swim, which everyone tells you don't don't do. Yeah. (laughs) I'll race save. I thought I'll put some duct tape on my swimming cap. I'll put some on my side, on the side of my swimming cap too. Hopefully that'll stay on and I won't have to stop and pull (laughs) it down every, you know, every K or two. Um, and seems to work really well. So um, Well,
0: obviously. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I didn't have
2: to stop once to pull my swimming cap back yeah. down. Okay, uh, that's a 70 up.
0: seconds. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, look, the pilot, you know, they'll take it to start beach and it gets too shallow for the pilot to go all the way in. Yeah. So he stopped probably 100 metres from shore. So, um, try, yeah, try a, a jump out. He said, be careful, it's only a, a metre and a half of water under you. So I'm thinking a meter and a half, so I did this, um, like I didn't want to dive in, so I didn't yeah. want to hit the bottom, so I did this kind of army roll into the water, <laughs> and then um, I swim 100 meters to the beach, I did a few arm swings, I did a, a quick leak, and then... Um, <laughs> and you're yeah. like, oh, it's a bit cold this morning, is it? <laughs> yeah, well, actually, yeah, when I got in, I'm thinking, oh, wow, like this is, this is really good, and... Like looking back, there wasn't once throughout the whole swim I thought I'm cold, you know. So the, I and what are we? 14 degrees? Well, no, no. well I went September first week of okay. September, so it was like 18 degrees. Uh, right. mm. Oh, that's
1: perfect then. for, you, you know? Yeah, well, no, it really sounds, was. Sounds good compared to 14. Mm. Yeah, cool. So, so the, you, you're uh, so you start swimming essentially, and after about an hour, well, you're getting a little bit of feedback in terms of your times.
0: Well, hold yeah. on, oh, sorry. Can yeah. I
2: just go back to the start? So I mean, <laughs> so you, have, you have a pee. Wave your arms. Yeah, no, do do a few arm swings. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I only had hundred meters of warm up, so yeah, I thought yeah. oh, I'll do a few arm swings and you know, a few <laughs> few shoulder stretches. Yeah, yeah. And then um, yeah, they tell you on the boat that when you're ready, put both hands in the air.
1: Yeah.
2: And then um, you hear a, hear a siren. Okay. And yeah, I could put both hands in the air, and then I heard a siren. Thought, okay. Well, now I start. <laughs> then when I heard the siren, I started kind of walking. Because so you got to. You've got to start clear the water. I started walking in. I thought, hang on, I'm going for a record. So then I thought, no, nah, I've got to start running it. So I started <laughs> kind of halfway, halfway down to the water. I thought, no, nah, I'll start running. So yeah, I started running and then dolphin dive and yeah, um, yeah and started swimming. Wow. And, and so you just start swimming basically. So you've got 32 kilometers to go. Yeah, that's it. And, and you swim next to the boat. So they have rules and the rules, you know, you, you can't swim in front of the boat. You can't swim behind the boat. I was swimming probably a metre or two from the boat the whole time.
1: And I guess you're using the, the boat, the, the pilot, to actually guide you in terms of direction. That's it, And yeah, recognising so that the pilot has actually went. told you you got no chance. Yeah, yeah. And good mates with the guy who's yeah. got the world record yeah. who's, who you're trying yeah. to beat. You're just done
2: donuts. <laughs> <of the> <laughs> yeah. No, that's right. So, so with the boat, you just swim. Um, so, you know, the, the pilot knows the water. They know the tide. So it's their job to try and get you to France, um, um, it's, it's in kind of as quick a time as yep. possible. And they don't want to be out there all day. So they, mm. they are kind of invested to get you over as quickly mm. as possible. So, yeah, I was just next to the boat.
1: (laughs) And it's not exactly a straight line, is it? Like you
2: actually have to work with the tides. Yeah, because the tides, you know, the tides don't go to and from England and France. They go up and down the channel. Okay. You know, so that's why it is pretty important. The tide, yeah, the pilot's job is pretty important because if they stuff it up, that's kind of an extra maybe
0: three or four hours. I'm just going to throw this one out there. Even though the story obviously ends very well, just a mental note for all these um, people out there now thinking about doing ocean swims. Don't go and get the pilot from the last guy who won it. Like it's, <laughs> it it's just seems to be like well, But anyway, moving on. So okay, great. So you're you, you're and yeah, into it. I mean, how's the body feeling at the stage? You you you, you feeling good?
2: Yeah. Well, I'm feeling really good. And um, and I guess like uh, one of the um, one of the positives of swimming so close to a boat is I could communicate with my crew really well. Yeah. So. Um, you know, my crew would be on the, on the side of the boat, and, you know, every time I breathe, I'd look at them. Um, and so they'd give me thumbs up. And, um, and, like, if I wanted to know something, like I'd ask, like when I turned my head to breathe, I'd kind of ask yeah. a question really quickly.
0: Can you, can you give us an example? Before goes back, um,
2: <laughs> I need a pee. I'd say, <laughs> Just go. Um, oh, like, like I might say, painkiller in Next Feed. Yeah. All uh, oh, right. Or something like that. Or, yeah. Um, you know, Next Feed, I want red Gatorade, not blue Gatorade. Yeah. yeah, yeah something yeah, like okay. that. Yeah. Um, Wow. And then, yeah, so, and then, and they had a whiteboard too. So I'd ask him a question um, and then they'd write the answer on a whiteboard. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I had my mate on the on the boat and, and every five minutes it's his job to write an, a new message on the whiteboard or like a motivational quote yeah. or a um, a lyric to a song. I wrote him a list of words and a list of sayings that, that, that meant something to me yeah. and every five minutes he did that and sometimes he'd throw different ones in as well and, <laughs> you know, my mum was on Twitter and, Mum would tweet me something and he'd write what my mum had said. Uh, um, isn't that awesome? Yeah, so yeah, it was pretty cool. And it's also good too, because each hour my coach let me know how far how I was going. So it was after the first hour, he held up a sign saying, Trent, um, what I'm about to say, you've got to stay calm. And I'm thinking, oh, hang on, there's gonna be a big storm coming through or <laughs> something like that. And then he, yeah, he the next sign he held up saying, Trent, you're three minutes under the previous record. At this moment, you're three minutes under the record. I thought, no way. I thought this is I – th- I almost thought they were joking because, like, it was – I was only an hour in. I felt like I was just getting warmed up. I'm like, if I'm three minutes under, I'm like, if I pick up my pace, next next hour I'll be even more. So, yeah. you know, I decided, well, I'll pick up my pace and then next hour was, um I guess my coach showed up another sign saying, Trent, you're five minutes under. Um, I thought, wow, this is this this can't be happening, you know. I thought this is But you've um,
0: hold on, you you've got thirty two Ks to go.
2: And 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 Peter. No nah, no nah, after two hours. So oh, I'd I thought- done I'd done probably um oh it's-
1: Yeah. Well uh yeah, I don't know. Well, ten K, roughly. I don't know, ten or twelve. Okay,
0: so yeah. when when you're and swimming you're you're thinking about the hour, you're not thinking about the kilometer.
2: No, nah, I don't think about kilometres. No, nah, I was thinking about hour.
1: And Peter's record at the time was about what, six hours fifty eight or thereabouts. Yeah, so his oh.
2: record was um Six hours um, fifty. No, no uh, six hours fifty-seven. No one ever remembers it anymore. Not even Six hours fifty-seven minutes and fifty seconds. I'm pretty sure. So after an hour,
1: you probably got a what a three minute lead on the record, yes, and then after yeah. two hours, you've got five, five minutes, minutes yeah. and then three hours. How so we looking?
2: Yeah. So after three hours, my coach showed up. Was fine, saying Trent, you're seven minutes under. And I thought, wow, like um, I can do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought, wow, well, three three hours in, I'm seven minutes under. Yeah, I felt really good too. Yeah. So I thought, well, I'll keep this pace up. And then, um, you know, after four hours, my coach had up a sign saying, Trent, you're still seven minutes under. And I thought, oh, <laughs> might be starting to hurt a little bit <laughs> yeah. now. And then, um, yeah, so hey, I thought, keep, well, I'll just keep going. Yep. Yeah.
0: Can we, um, just for the, for the listeners, how do you, how do you feed?
2: Um, good question. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, we haven't touched on that, have we? No. Um, so yeah, I'm swimming this really close to my boat. But um, then every 30 minutes, my coach would blow a whistle. And when I'd hear the whistle, I'd turn over on my back. He'd be hanging off the side of the boat with a cup. So I'd good. grab the cup, I'd feed, and then I'd keep swimming.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you're just... Just taking down gels and liquids. So yeah, it's so no, it's two
2: about two hundred and fifty mil, three hundred mil. Yeah. every thirty minutes I'd be drinking. so yeah. it'd be I, um, like Gatorade mixed with gel.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah. nothing.
1: You're not. You're not physically eating it. Nothing, just, solid, nothing just liquids, solid. Just yeah. throwing it in so as kind of fast a, as you can. Yes,
2: yes. Yes. And
1: it's pretty seamless because, like you said, every second counts. Mm. So you're basically keeping on swimming whilst you're actually trying to consume a lot of calories. Keep moving forward. Yeah. yeah so yeah.
2: just um, on my back, like kicking on my back. Um, well, yeah, yeah it needs to take <laughs> probably three three or four seconds. So wow. what three hours, four hours in, you're still probably seven minutes. Uh, yeah, so four front. hours still still seven um seven minutes at- under. And then um at five hours, my coach showed up a sign saying, Trent, still still seven minutes. And and I was starting started playing mind games with me. And I thought, hang on, the last two hours I've been swimming as hard as I can and haven't put it well, I hadn't lost any, I hadn't put any in on it. And um so that's it started um and when you know like you know what it's like, Brad. You've done lots of mm. um, like a long-distance marathon and Ironman and stuff. And when you lose it mentally, you start to yeah. lose it physically as well. So your stroke falls apart. You know, you, you drop your elbows. You don't kick as much. So, yeah, I'd, I'd started to lose it mentally at that Why? point. Because you,
0: you were doubting your team for – for – or doubting yourself?
2: Oh, no, just um, doubting myself. I'm like, um, why haven't I put more in? You know? like, <laughs> why, why am I not 10 I put, minutes
0: yeah, down? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. So – and then, um, yeah, and then, you know, when I was in a really dark place, when that fifth to sixth hour, really dark place, like I reckon I was pretty close to pulling the pin wow. at wow. a certain point. Like I yeah. was just
0: in a world of hurt. Yeah, your body must be just exhausted.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I just kept thinking, like I'd try and pull myself out of that hole. Um, and you know, when, whenever you like whenever people swim the channel, they always go through a dark, a bit of a dark mm. patch. And it's just, you know, it's um it's just how quickly your crew can pull you out of that. Yeah, That's okay. why the crew's job's so important on okay. the boat, you know, they gotta distract you from okay. um, doing what you're doing. And
1: and where's where's Peter how's Peter feeling around about this yeah. time?
2: Yeah, well, well uh, funny you say that because <laughs> my crew actually held up a sign saying, Trent, you'll never believe, but Peter Strove check's on the phone to my pilot. And as soon as I knew, as soon as I saw that sign, read that sign, that Peter was on the phone to mine. He was decking. Well, he'd also been sitting at home in Bulgaria watching yeah. the tracker because, um, you know, I put on social media if you want to follow me here. because so, all the boats have a tracker, yeah, so you yeah. can okay. track yourself. Yeah. Oh, he
0: be going? How's he going?
2: Yeah, yeah. So he called the pilot apparently, and as soon as I knew that, um, as soon as I would heard that, I um, that's kind of what got me out of that. Yeah, hole. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm <laughs> like, oh, he's because <laughs> He's worried. He's calling cause he's worried. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of um, yeah, that's um, that kind of yeah got me out of that. Oh, wicked.
1: Peter didn't do himself Peter, any favors. Peter, Peter, <laughs> Peter and his pilot have
2: done himself no
0: favors. So, yeah.
2: so that's about what the five hour mark. Well, oh, yeah, it was almost six hours okay. that, that happened, and, and, and kind of from that sixth hour till. Um, well, six hours till I finish, you know, I just had to kind of hold it together. So, how
1: long, so, so what when, was your time? Before, before we get into that, yeah, okay. so, like, you're obviously in the hurt locker, you're absolutely, and what sort of pace are mm. you going at, just for the sort of the listener out there? Just so, for the sort of, yeah. like so, me. like, it's, 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 the overall time, um, is just under seven hours. We'll get to that in a sec, but what, what is your, uh, per 100 meter pace you're, yeah, you're swimming
2: so, at. So, so, my brother's like a mathematician, yeah. so he's worked out it was 112 pace per 100. See,
1: to, to give you some perspective, that that time is absolutely out of this world. Like, uh, like the the the, the really so good swimmers, a,
0: a minute twelve for a hundred meters.
1: Mm. I probably couldn't even do that in pool sprinting. I, I couldn't. Like, so I, I, I there's a whole bunch of swimmers that swim in Trent's uh, early squad and his other squads. And I give you an example. If I sprint my guts out for hundred meters once, I might might be lucky to punch out at one seventeen. Trent's doing one twelve. Yeah, for thirty-two yeah, that kilometers. That is insane. It is, <laughs> un- and it's not just that. It's, it's he's got to feed. He's in. He's in choppy. Like it's it's. Yeah, whilst yeah, it's sort yeah, of yeah. you know a better good conditions, it's still the English Channel. It's the world's one of the world's biggest shipping lanes. Like six hundred, um, you know, ships every. year. Yeah. It's choppy yeah. and it's really really cold and I like that everything. is extraordinary, yeah. isn't it? it's Fuck that's what i mean leg. it's I, I, look so we we're, we're getting there so so you are you absolutely you've absolutely been pummeling yourself for 5 or 6 hours you, you, you know you're close. You know you're in front of Peter's record time, but you also probably know how Peter races in that he's a strong finisher. Mm. So you're absolutely in the Hurt did Locker. Did you know that he was a strong I, finisher? I
2: knew he was a strong finisher because I'd, I'd, I'd followed him for yeah, three years him. and raced him so yeah. many times, and so, that's his tactic. Okay. always takes it easy and then finishes strong.
1: So you know you're seven minutes in, in front of Peter, but you're absolutely in the Hurt Locker, and you know when mm. Peter did the channel swim, he finished strongly. Mm. So what's and, going through your head well, right about that? Pete's also on the phone. To the pilot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Saying, hey, take a, take a U turn or <laughs> drop anchor.
2: <laughs> yeah, so um, look, uh, I guess I'm just really thankful for my crew, you know. I had my coach and my, and my mate on the boat, and, um, you know, it was for those guys that kind of, and their jobs to distract me from doing what I'm doing, which, which is potentially swimming for a bloody long time. <laughs> 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 I think about anything but swimming, you yeah. know. Um, so yeah, that, you know they managed to kind of pull me out of that hole I was in, and then yeah, that last that last kind of fifty five minutes, you know, that was <laughs> like um, like I knew I was still in with the shot uh, where that fifth to sixth hour, I thought oh, I've bloody blown this. Yeah. But um, that last kind of last hour, I guess I was, I was swimming. I knew I was still in with the shot, so I was just trying to hold it together the best I can. Um, and obviously, I could feel my stroke. I could feel my stroke had gone. So give us a
1: feel for how much pain you're in. So what's hurting and how much?
2: Yeah, so shoulders, shoulders, neck, because I breathed that like one side the whole time, my right side, so my neck is pretty sore. I had some real bad chafe from my swimsuit. Oh um, yeah, so, yeah, I was just – yeah, I was in a world of hurt. Like I just and, – and what was really good is that last arm, um, I kind of into the beach, so I think my – my um, crew had up a sign saying, Trent, you've got 1,500 metres to swim in under 25 minutes. So when I was swimming, Whoa. I was trying to, to do the, to math. the record. Yeah, so I was trying to do the math and swim at the same time. Then they'd say like a kilometre in under 17 minutes. and I'm trying to do the math and you know, closer again. <laughs> then then I think when I saw the sign, I think it said 510 minutes. I thought that's when I thought, well, oh, I've, I've bloody got this. Yeah, because I knew like even though – how much pain I was in. Yeah. I knew I could still swim 500 and under 10 pretty comfortably. Yeah, okay. Um,
1: and, and so the the boat has to actually leave you for the last hundred meters or so, doesn't yeah,
2: it? Yeah, so the boat takes you right up to probably hundred meters from the from the shore, and you know, like the whole time I was swimming, um, no one really tells you what happens when you get to France. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> obviously, obviously you got to clear the water, but yeah. you know, it's really weird. because I was thinking there'd be like um, kids, people. people. I was thinking there'd be people. It would be like a sandy beach. <laughs> I was thinking there'd be people sunbaking, kids playing with beach balls. You know, like um, so some French people walking along the beach. You know, where, where I finished, it was like. Um, it was the Cape. So there was just big cliffs with these big rock boulders at the bottom. <laughs> and, um, you know, and when I got there, um, and, and you've got to remember you're swimming, like you're swimming for six hours when you try and stand up, it's just incredibly hard. Yeah. Yeah. And um,
1: you do have to stand up, don't you? You yeah, have to
2: physically have get to on clear, clear water. Yeah. yeah. Stand up. And, um, the big kind of boulder I, I chose and I'm like, this <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, so it's, it's, it's kind of slippery and it's got like little barnacles on as well. Uh-huh. So then well, like when I did actually get up, and put my hands in the air, I look down, I see this sort of blood kind of run down my arms and, um, and chest from, uh, from <laughs> trying to climb up on this rock. I reckon it probably took me a good 30 seconds to try and stand up on, on this wow. rock. Well, meanwhile,
1: the clock's ticking.
2: Yeah, and then obviously you put both hands in the air, then I hear a siren and I know that clock stopped. But it's really like really weird when I stood up, I just um, like I, I thought I thought there might be some news crew there or like <laughs> some, some journalists or something like that. But I looked up, there's was absolutely no one. There a couple of, I think there are a couple of goats uh, <laughs> on top of, the top of the cliff and that's it. Like I just remember thinking, this is really anti-climax. <laughs>
1: and- but uh, apart from anti-climax, how did you feel within yourself? Did you know you'd broken the record?
2: Not well with 500 to go, I knew I had a real I knew I'd have to, um, I'd have to, something would have to go wrong dramatically for me not to, but it wasn't until I got back to the boat that they said, Well done, yeah, this is your time, You, you broke it.
1: Yeah, and you broke it by about, what, two minutes and 50 seconds yeah, or thereabouts? Yeah, so like two minutes and wow. 50 seconds, so
2: just under, just under three minutes. And this,
1: this is probably the biggest drama. Like, after you've done this amazing achievement mm. and stood up on these rocks, you are actually going to jump back in the water and then yeah. swim to the
2: boat. I didn't really know what happened, so after I stood there, like I just sat down on a rock, I'm thinking, okay, well, they're, they're not, there's not going to be a little boat come and get me, so I'm because yeah, swim yeah. back. So I swam back, they put the letter down for me, I got up and, yeah, just... Everyone said congratulations, and then you got to get back on the boat and then drive all the and, way back. And, and you know what? It was like a three hours, two and a half, three hours on the way. It's <laughs> such a long <laughs> way back. And I got really, like, I just swam as fast as I yeah. could.
0: And, and you're going
2: to be on a boat for three yeah. hours. Yeah. <laughs> and I got really, I got really boat sick on the way back, oh, so I was oh, like curled oh, up in a ball. It was the worst. And then when I got, when I got to the other side, you know, where I was staying, they came with all this wine and champagne. I'm like, that's the last thing I want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: And So that was
0: 2012. i you. I mean, that's. I, I, I that's still, still maintain. Awesome it. Isn't it
1: one of the most amazing <laughs> oh, wow. sporting stories? Well, it's like, untold. Well, I don't. That's know the thing. That's why I, I find really remarkable. Like we celebrate a lot of successes around football and, and cricket and whatever and tennis, but open water swimming doesn't get really much uh, media attention. But uh, it is an absolutely incredible achievement. And 2012, that record still stands, doesn't it? Have many
2: people tried to break it? Um, Peter, well, you know it's <laughs> No, he's the type of guy like you don't want to poke the bear. Well, what I was about to say,
0: is Peter like down at swim school at four <laughs>
2: fifteen, having a wee look and see what you're doing, you know? But um. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's quite funny. I, I've actually had like two people, uh, two people send me like emails saying, "Trent, I, I want to try and break your record. Can you give me some advice?" <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm a jerk, but you know, I'm, I'm not going to give them. Advice. Totally I'm get stuff. Advice.
1: Absolutely.
2: Yeah. yeah. Reply
0: back.
1: Sorry. Um, yeah. Lose heaps of weight <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and go get Peter's uh, pilot. Yeah. But look, you've had this incredible 2012. You've absolutely dominated the uh, the FINA swim circuit around the world, and You've absolutely cracked the the unachievable, the impossible. You've broken the English Channel water record. You've smashed the record by two minutes and 50 seconds, which actually is a lot of time. And then what do you decide to do?
2: Well, yeah, um, look, I – It was, I don't know, probably six months before that. I was just um, swimming and like swim training had started to become a little bit of a chore. Mm. And, you know, I just, um, with with marathon swimming, like you said, like there's not a lot of money in the sport. So you do marathon swimming for the love of the sport. You you stop loving it. There's really not much reason Mm. to keep doing it. (laughs) And, um, you know, I I was kind of 24 at the time. I thought, you know, I want to buy a house one day. And like there's other things in life I wanted to do and experience. So um, I thought, you know, now's probably a good time to go out on, on top. That's the thing. You're you finished on top, which so it's, it's really unusual.
1: So there's there's very few sporting you know superstars uh, like I, I've heard you talk about John Eels, for example. Nick you know, you know, mm. you know, you know you, you, you've you've achieved the penultimate. You're at the top of your game, and you think that's it. I'm 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 moving on to another chapter.
2: Yeah, that's it. And and I definitely don't put myself in the same category as John Eels, but I did love his story. Yeah, like he he kinda went out on top. I thought that was so cool.
0: Yeah, but also Nico um if one champ a few years ago, he beat Lewis Hamilton mm. and he got his maiden world champion title and then he retired at the age of, you know, very young. Mm. Mm. Boom, he retired as a world champion.
1: Like, isn't it the best way to go out? I, I think it is. I really think. I take my hat, hat off to Trent to, for making that decision. And and obviously, you've taken that same sort of drive and determination and also newfound expertise and experience for, around sort of the, the channel swim in particular to into your now coaching business. And mm. Can you give a bit of a plug to your your, your coaching business?
2: Yeah. So, so, what I do now is I, I actually coach people to swim in this channel. So um well,
0: but but obviously not break your record. <laughs> no,
2: I, I, I'd never take an athlete on. I thought we had, <laughs> had potential to break the record. But um yeah, I've had really good success, you know. It was um, probably four years ago. I had had one person said, Drink, can you coach me? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll well, coach you. Yeah. He got across and then next year had three more come and um, and we got them across and then next year it was seven. Um, seven swimmers and then it was 16. So, you know, every year it just gets bigger and yeah. bigger. Um, so, yeah, and, you know, just come up with this really good plan and I've got this really good team now with um, like a sports nutritionist and um, someone that crews on the day. So sports
0: you- nutritionist? What, what's he, Colonel Sanders?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I work with a good sports nutritionist. I work with a sports nutritionist. I wish I'd, I'd met yeah. for I'd my okay. channel, you know, yeah, so cool. she's really good. And she's actually swam the channel herself. Okay. A pretty impressive time, under 10 hours. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've just got a kind of a good team now and, um, yeah, just um, – it's, And it's, it and it's not
1: just obviously the crazy early o'clock uh, swim squad. You, you do lunchtime squads around Brisbane. You've got the open water swimming out at Redcliffe every second Sunday and obviously you do the online correspondence coaching as yeah. well. Yep,
2: yeah. no, that's right. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I think you've pretty much nailed it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but look, if there's anyone out there listening <laughs> to this podcast, that does want to swim the English Channel or, you know, do, do some longer marathon swims and make sure you touch base. Yeah, look, and, and well, 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 how do they get a hold of you? Um, probably through our website's the best. So it's Groomsy's or, you know, just friend me on Facebook. And look,
1: honestly, from a personal perspective, I, I, I've seen so many of the athletes within your squad in particular that have, that have come from, uh, you know, just a sort of, I guess, a sort of a, you know, middle of the pack sort of back, background of swimming or they're sort of just new to swimming and they've cracked the channel. And it's honestly, it's the, the, like, Trent's obviously, the the world record holder, but it, it's a very very difficult thing for actually people to achieve. So even really really good swimmers can be out there for sixteen plus hours. Oh yeah, um, well really in, in brutal conditions, cold, choppy, whatever. So you do need. Whilst it's a, it's an oh, amazing it's about, it's achievement, about there. Yeah, yeah, it's an amazing achievement to um, to to actually get to the start line, but there's certainly no guarantee you actually even finish. So what 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 as an example, what proportion of people are actually mm. successful? Not just your athletes, but mm. just in general.
2: Yeah, well, I think, I think um, it, you know, it's, every year it, it does get higher and higher just because, like, the GPS is or weather forecast mm. is better than what it used to be. So I think every year it, it does – the success rate does get higher and higher. Um, but I reckon you'd probably be maybe 70, 70%, maybe maybe 65 to 70% success mm. rate.
1: Yeah, um, wow. Jeez but it. yeah. it's a brutal experience, like, it, you know, cold, distance, conditions, mm. et cetera. And I think you'd be almost – you know, you, I, I, th- I just couldn't highly recommend just getting Trent, someone who's actually cracked the uh, channel, a uh, world record, and he's got this, all these athletes doing it. And so you've obviously learnt from not just your own personal experience but the experience of others. It's a, it's a wealth of knowledge that people can tap into. So, look, I still maintain, and I, I think you'll agree with me, Jeremy. I do. I it do. is I one of the most... I can make a movie ma- out of that. Agree who, who, I agree
0: too. Who would, just on that, who would you like to star... <laughs> <laughs> to be the actor. Who would be Trent? Oh, I don't
2: know. I'm not really into. I'm not really into. Rusty? Rusty? I don't know. I'm not really into. Like uh, my, my, my big time American actors. Um, okay. I, I don't know. Probably just some- Hugh Jackman movie. Um, young Aussie kid. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm definitely not that big in my-
1: <laughs> it, Look, it's number one. It's an amazing story. Yeah. I still maintain, and I'm sure you agree with me now, Jeremy, it is one of the most amazing sporting stories of all time. And Trent is certainly one of the greatest Australian athletes of all time, yeah, in my no, I too. And,
0: and, and, and thanks for coming on and, and, and talking about this because we, we, we talk about ocean protection and yeah, for someone who spent a lot of time in the water- you know, we need to celebrate and and tell stories about the yeah. ocean because, you know, what a wonderful achievement. It's obviously, you know, been a massive part of your life. And um, I'm just stoked to have, have heard the story uh, this morning. So
1: thanks very much for coming on. Trent, thank you, you so much for coming on this show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Can't wait to see you uh, at Squad sometime thank soon. Thanks
2: very much.
0: Thanks for listening to the Ocean Protect podcast. If you'd like to find out more about us and what we do, check us out at oceanprotect.com.au.